The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Greetings to all. I'm I'm glad that you're out there listening to us today. Um, And... Our guest is Janie, but Janie, do you have any part of the world that you would like to shout a hello to? Boy, isn't that a lovely offer. To all those who I have full connections with. Great. Nice to be back with you. Yep, that's great. All righty, so I would like to welcome Nepal today. Uh, Nepal, we know you're out there. We know you're hurting. And we're, we're, your prayers, our prayers are with you. So, okay, today we have a guest, and she is also a Voice America hostess. So, and her name is Janie McCarthy, and perhaps you've heard her on Voice America. So, Janie, would you tell us, uh, first of all, a little bit about Janie, before we go into our uh, astrology. Okay. I uh, Thank you very much, Bonnie, and I'm, this is really fun doing this, doing a show from the other side, so thank you <laughs> for that. Um, I'm a twin. Uh, I was raised in the Philadelphia area. I came up educationally through an art education, then technology into astrology, path professionally, and I'm um, very, uh, my passion and my joy are helping people move into the highest versions of themselves that they were intended to reach in this incarnation, and so I'm like a cheerleader, I guess, because what I see in the notes of their charts is all of the high potentialities that they have to aspire into and the potential blocks of why they're not there yet. So that's, that's who I am and what I'm about. All righty. So Janie is an astrologer. Is that what we call you? Spiritual and psychological astrologer. Um, I would say yes to that. I, how it is I tripped into astrology, I, I mentioned the second field I was in was technology for 25 years. I was a facts and figures girl. Astrology was way off my radar screen, and when I was exposed to it, I wasn't very respectful. And then I, I was in a Myers-Briggs 
certification class uh, when I was working for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Maryland. And I, I'm sitting in the class, and the first piece, the introduction, is about Carl Jung, the psychologist whose brains, whose theory was behind the Myers-Briggs typing instrument, which is used in corporations for uh, acquiring, recruiting teams. And so what they refer to Jung as is the modern father of astrology. And I'll tell you, Bonnie, I didn't hear anything for about 20 minutes. I, I it was such a fan of Jung's. Uh, psychology had always been like a second major for me. Uh, understanding myself, understanding how other people think, why they do what they do, all of that is, uh, I think, the greatest investigation people have to be on. So right. Jung was I agree era. with that. And to hear Jung, or, or to, to know that um, he was that enthused about something I had so discounted, I went into research mode, and I was shocked. Did you go to the Jung Center, go to study at a Jung Center? Um, I've I've done a presentation for the Baltimore Jungian Society, but this was not at a Jungian Center. Uh We we are lucky enough to have a Jung Center here in Houston that I've taken a couple of classes at. So maybe I heard you talk, Janie, who knows? (laughs) You never know. All righty, so can you describe this particular view of astrology? Did we tell our listeners, what is astrology? Maybe we want to start there. Okay. Um, my, My sense of astrology is that it's a very sacred and encoded ancient language. Uh, Almost like a hieroglyphics. Uh, you could say that that could be like a correlation. It had decoded answers, um, ways of putting information together, ways of coming to decisions. It had approached a way for people to reassemble what it was they were taking in and experiencing it and making sense of it, making great sense of it. So, Astrology for me has always been a compilation and recompilation of the same information but seen from various perspectives, and the various perspectives are always defined by whatever present moment I'm in, because the time-date stamping of the information that comes through astrology is critical to its accuracy. So the timeliness, that present moment, it, it holds every new snapshot of the experience I have an opportunity to have. And then the other reason that I had wound up incorporating the Jungian piece, I'm a Jungian karmic astrologer, was that it was unbelievably calming to discover that there that the world makes sense and way beyond the world the whole cosmos makes sense there's structure to it and how information is shuffled and reshuffled and interpreted and and yet this is a language that has been lost 
pretty much so lost over the years, and yet never totally eradicated, which says a lot. There are languages that came up through civilizations that are long gone. This is not one of them. That's true. Astrology has been around a long time. Oh. It has, and and the this piece, this factual piece that really speaks to the technologist in me, the factual piece is the history of what it is is what I discovered when I went on my research mode. See, Jung, Jung came up with, with a theory that described a universal mind. He called it the collective unconscious, and that what we are not aware that we have some level of knowingness of each other and each other's presence, but we actually share information telepathically throughout this huge realm that's called the unconscious, the collective unconscious. And as he traveled the world and visited places, very remote places where tribes had never, indigenous tribes had never had contact with anybody else that, that was on record, he found the same symbols. They were telling the same stories. They had the same fables. Even, even down to details like what does a horse represent again and again and again in different cultures all around the world in remote places that always had the same meaning. Well, how could that be? Anyway, he came up with this theory that we are connected in a, in a huge oneness of this universal mind. And how he investigated that was not just through comparative religion and traveling the world, but he studied alchemy and he studied astrology. And when I did the presentation to the Baltimore Jungian group, I finished my presentation with a great big picture of Jung and a quote underneath it that said, if I lived 10 more years, I'd spend it studying astrology. He was fascinated with it. That was, that's all the recommendation I needed to look harder. Right. Especially when you had kind of poo-pooed it in the beginning, right? Exactly. Yep. So, and how is this particular uh, view of astrology different than the regular, no, I don't think I want to say regular, regular than other astrologists? We don't have time to list a number of esoteric areas of astrologers. They're evolutionary astrologers. They're soul, soul-based astrologers. They're, they're Hellenistic astrologers. They're so many different Jungian astrologers. There's so much information because it's so old. The study of astrology is so old. And it has come up through so many civilizations that have put their stamp on it that there are many windows into understanding the same primary concepts concept of symbolism and this projection that comes back to us, which is what one of Jung's theories was also about projection, that myths and stories and the archetypes that show up in stories, the warrior, the good father, the lover, these aren't just stories. These are scripts that we all play out in our lives. And these scripts were written centuries ago by astrologers 
who had to be, in order to be an astrologer in ancient times, you had to be a mathematician, you had to be an astronomer, you had to be, uh, if you were seeing clients, you had to at least have studied something around uh, what we call astrology today to have that skill set, that communicative ability to interact with the client. So this was a, a highly skilled, uh, very academic field. There are so many sciences that are derived from astrology and geniuses that we all know who were astrologers within each of these sciences. Uh, uh, astronomy was derived from astrology. I think people have heard of Kepler and Copernicus, calculation of time, which the mathematicians initially used to focus their navigational skills when they were traveling all over the world and connecting with other civilizations. Look at what a springboard it was there. It also was the basis of botany, mineralogy, and, by the way, through alchemy, even modern chemistry. And medicine is also a derivative of astrology. The very first doctors that are written of were astrologers. There is a template of the body and the different regions of the body that have strong symbolic understanding. And when we have dis-ease in a particular area of our body, astrology helps us look at parts of our lives that have a correspondence. It helps us look at parts of our lives where that disease is on a psychic level being disrupted and needed in need of healing. True, 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 true. Uh, Janie, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the fundamental belief systems of the Jungian karmic astrology. Sounds wonderful, thanks. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at Transformational-Healing.org. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to healingtouchtx at aol.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie and welcome back. We're glad you're with us today. Today we have a special guest who is Janie McCarthy. And Janie, before break, we you were talking about the symbol of the horse. Can you please tell us what a horse means? Oh, gosh, I'd love to. This is such a great lead-in. And I didn't give you this question. Um, the horse is a very strong symbol of an astrology symbol that's called Sagittarius. I'm a sun sign Sagittarius, and my communication planet, Mercury, is also in Sagittarius. And the healing that I would learn is also about Sagittarius, and it's about freedom. Uh, It's about, when you think of a stallion unbridled running across a range, it's about that high energy, very physical, free in the world to do anything and go anywhere experience. And that lived in all of us at some time. It's not always as alive in adults as it is in children. And the horse, which is the symbol, uh, actually it's an archer sitting on a horse. Um, This uh, horse theme travels into the a physical symbol of Sagittarius. It's half man and half horse, and it has a bow and arrow in its hands, and it is aiming at something beyond itself. Uh, this horse and Sagittarius are very future-focused as well, and we happen to be in an incredible time where the influence of this energy of freedom and truth, being in truth, is another one of its tenets, not just being in truth with others, but more importantly, being in truth with ourselves. Um, We are, in in terms of our astronomical position in the the, uh, cosmos, the Earth sits inside of a, uh, a solar system that's called the Milky Way, And we are at a far end of the Milky Way right now, looking in a direction across the Milky Way at the center of our own Milky Way, where there's a black hole that's called the galactic center. It is in the the 360-degree constellation system. It's in our range, sitting in front of the constellation, the energy of Sagittarius. Again, back to the horse. And beyond our galaxy... And out into the cosmos, there's something greater. There's another huge black hole that's called the Great Attractor, and it, too, is sitting squarely in Sagittarius. What that means in layman's terms is that 
our entire world, our entire universe is being saturated right now with the energy of Sagittarius and all the goodness and optimism and um, learning that comes with that energy. It's a very beautiful time for the collective to find out who we are, who we really are. That's what we're looking at every night on television with this election. We don't know who America is anymore. It's changed so greatly, and power has shifted so much. We're going to find out. That's why the polls are never accurate as to who's going to win what. It's a crapshoot because we don't know who we are anymore. That's how dramatically things have changed. So this question that Sagittarius begs to find out who am I and what am I here to do, that, those are the great questions we're all being asked. And it's an exciting journey for those that sign up. If we, if indeed we do sign up, Janie, and there are some people in the world who do not. It's very true. We are, I believe, part of my, I'm a Jungian karmic astrologer. The karmic piece is a very long view. That says that my centric self is my soul. My soul has had many lifetimes. If I, if I look at this lifetime as a single sheet of paper on the top of a box of a ream of paper, that ream of paper represents who my soul is and all the experiences and talents and gifts and lessons I've learned are. That's the big question to who am I, or the answer to who am I. This incarnation is the latest, greatest opportunity to better answer that question for myself. And I think that that's what this whole consciousness movement has been all about. The Sagittarian energy is pushing us all to know. It, it, wants to, it always wants to know, and it never wants to know at all. This is the other thing that's so beautiful about Sag and why it has such a, a gravitation to the future. It lives to learn. It rules higher education. One of the programs I'm going to be doing next is going to be about the future of education and how it will impact how astrology is taught. But it is such a futurist side, this horse, that uh, it believes that tomorrow is a better day. But all of our souls are on different paths and different schedules, some more ascended than others, some more conscious than others. The ones that are most conscious are the ones that are in the most pain and have become the greatest extremists. I'm sorry, you Uh, broke up. The greatest what? Extremists. Oh, extremists. Whether we're talking fundamentalist left or right, the greatest extremists in the world are the ones that are asking the, the biggest question around who am I? There's so much... Um, the, the structure of their belief systems are so specific. Um, every stimulus response is defined. Uh, rules of how to be, who to be, with whom, and when, and where. Uh, some of these extremist belief systems are so um, solidifying. They turn people's belief systems to stone, and then 
they wind up unable to hear, to listen to what compromise means or how the other side lives and feels their experience. That's Shut true. Down all the input, all the, the, the reality of what the rest of the world is experiencing when we, we live out on those extreme edges of any continuum. And so the, the violence and the abuse and the extreme level with which humanity has pushed this part of ourselves, this inhumaneness of ourselves to the surface, I consider it time. It is time for us as a civilization to be done with whatever this darkness is that we can't seem to escape. Let's have at it and let's get rid of it. And consciousness, I believe, is the path to bringing every soul at whatever stage of incarnational ascension it is in to its highest potentiality that it was able to achieve in this lifetime. That's got to be better than what it is we're experiencing today. That's true, Janie. That is absolutely true. So tell us, how does it contribute to spiritual and psychological healthfulness? Well, <clears throat> well I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a real head job. <laughs> I think <laughs> okay. that, becomes very, that becomes very evident. Um, I love to understand things. And so um, when, when this belief system, when this information tracking system showed up in my life, the use I wanted to make of it was getting to know my soul, my spiritual life better, and understanding my psychological life better. And this Jungian combination with astrology brought me both of those. So being more healthful um, psychologically, for instance, uh, an example of that is that... Um, Impulse control, uh, how quick one is to spring to anger. I'm, now I'm talking about myself. These are, these are changes that I have absolutely been able to make in myself by looking at myself differently through this language called astrology, Jungian particularly astrology. So from a psychological healthfulness standpoint, I am so much more at peace with myself, with life, with the relationships I'm in. Um, it's such an easier way of living my life. It, and, and because I believe that stress has either already been identified as a foundational element in heart disease, high blood pressure, um, mental illness, uh, stress, um, all kinds of arthritis, stress is... Um, going to, I believe, going to become an underpinning of, of dis-ease in the body across the board. And my stress, because I'm such a head job, my stress is reduced when I understand what's going on around me. Now I feel equipped, more equipped than the moment before to respond instead of having to react to what shows up in my life. I can engage myself, participate, respond, not react come out of fear, back up, um, get paranoid, uh, 
we uh, move into anger because last time somebody said that to me, that's where I was. Whatever all those knee jerks are, um, that changed a lot for me, looking at myself through psychology and astrology. Uh, so that is I, very I, important. Tangible. Yeah, that is important to respond versus react. That that's a big thing, Janie. A big um, attribute to move forward. And in my language, I couldn't agree with you more, Bonnie. You're speaking more yin and a little tempering of yang. <laughs> okay. we're, we're speaking, and I, I mean this astronomically, astrologically, and psychologically. There is a out of balance that we see all around us with conflict and violence, and that gang, that's the masculine, out of control. Absolutely. And to bring our world back into more balance and more peace into all of our lives, more yin needs to be inserted. And the heavens will have it at us. It's happening. It's happening every day. There is more and more movement toward not just individual rights, which the Aquarian age will emphasize these next few thousand years, but female rights. Oh, absolutely. Um, so that's, that's moving. That's definitely, there's a wave, there's a wave now here that is moving that into consciousness for everyone, men and women alike. There is a book I read, and I'm trying to find out the name of it. It talked about the the line that goes, the feminine line that was in Asia moving across and coming down the United States, through the United States, to Central America and Chile. Are you familiar with that? I wish I were. I'd only be guessing um, that it had something to do with Venus, but I don't truly know, Bonnie. Okay. All righty. Hey, let's take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about how astrology reduces stress. Excellent. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. 
Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie, and today we're talking about Astrology, the Theory of Everything. And our guest is Janie McCarthy. And when we went to break, we promised that we'd talk about reducing stress. I was referring to uh, the importance of um, our individual ability to manage our own stress and not necessarily to the exclusion of pharmaceuticals. Uh, sometimes they are needed, but we can do so much for ourselves. What astrology, Jungian astrology, is how it has helped me reduce my stress is um, I believe that uh, we, there are four ways of being in the world. Our physical, through our physicality, our intellect, our spirituality, and our emotions. And the emotional plane, the water plane, I also believe, is the one that is the least evolved in uh, human beings. And the, what emotions drive physically, hormonally in the body, throws us left to right and sometimes very unexpectedly. The experience of, of puberty is a hormonal hugely hormonal-driven experience that changes our emotions, physically changes our bodies, our thought patterns, our reactiveness. We go through other major hormonal changes during menopause, and I've read in many places that men have some version of that as well, maybe not as time-stamped as women, but that the hormonal, the endocrine system is what runs us initially. In my belief system, the the hormonal, emotional system is grounded through our souls. The memory of prior lifetimes and what emotional experiences we have had imprinted live in our souls and in our charts show up in our moons. And when that emotional plane is able to be better experienced, there's where the courage comes in to allow ourselves to feel our feelings. When it's allowed to be experienced and understood, our stress is hugely reduced. My stress was hugely reduced because I'm, I'm no longer caught totally unawares of things that show up in my life. And I'm more trusting of myself because of what I've learned about myself through Jungian astrology, that whatever comes my way, I will find a way to handle. I have before, I will again, and every time I do a better job, I'm learning. I see a trajectory of learning. Going back to the horse metaphor, this is all Sagittarius too, it lives to learn. 
And so stress reduction for me comes, comes with the ability to breathe deeply, to immediately think to myself if I'm getting uh, a little uh, hooked by something and a fear is coming up. Uh, I, I have disciplined myself to take a couple of deep breaths. That is something that affects my physicality. It helps my mind think more clearly. It sets the, the mechanism, the body, the anatomy into motion to help me. But I wouldn't necessarily have even just pause. That pause is so critical in how it is and what it is we do um, in terms of response versus reaction. And energy... Uh, energy can go in an upward helix, we can exacerbate a situation, or we can moderate it and move it, slow it down, calm it down. And so when I choose to respond instead of react to a situation, I'm contributing to its calmness. I'm trying to align with the energy that's shown up, the situation that's shown up. Instead of reacting to something that happened in my emotional past, it could even have been a past life that has just been stepped on, triggered, hooked. Um, how, how, do you, uh, how do you find out about your past lives, Janie? There are many, many talented people out there that do past life regression. Uh, my teachers, Linda and Michael Brady, Michael is a superb past life progressive, progressionist, and there are, there are plenty of breadcrumb trails in everybody's chart. The natal chart tells our past, our present, and our potential futures uh, all in that one chart. It's highly, um, it's data element rich. And there's plenty of information in everybody's chart in many, in, in many, many different places in everybody's chart of uh, clues of what we've been, who we've been, what our lessons have been, and who's in our life today that have contracted, full contracted, to come back and redo with us. That's great. I'm telling you, Bonnie, the chart is, I think, coming out of the technology industry, which I was in for 25 years, my mind thinks, matrix, oh, a one-to-many combination, not a one-to-one. That's very dualistic. That's very yang. Uh, technology and astrology teach you to think in a matrix way where the same data elements can be reshuffled constantly and have a different outcome. And so that's why date, time, and place is so critical to astrologers because the energies are constantly moving the, Planets never stop moving. They never take a day off. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And um, Janie, do you actually do charts for folks? I do. Um, and I do them for businesses as well. Uh, but is, there's so many different kinds of charts. There are relationship charts. I, I, I've got a website. Uh, it's JanieMcCarthy.com. And under the, the, the um, about the services uh, section will spell all this out. But there are different ways to look at people through charts. 
You can speak to uh, what's happening uh, on an event. You can speak to what um, their relationship, their soul contract is with someone else. That's called a composite chart. You can speak to um, coagulation of uh, different time frames when our past lives are heavily playing into our present moments. That's another kind of chart combination you can run. Uh, at every per- at everybody's birthday, um, when the sun has moved exactly back to the same place in the heavens as it was when you were born, uh, that's called a solar return, and it it's a chart that is struck that gives you the high points, the themes of what your upcoming year um, might uh, expose you to, give you an opportunity to participate in. So there are many, many different kinds of charts, and even corporations. When an organization is incorporated, that's their natal chart. And I've spoken with corporations about product development and um, how they can be viewed more favorably through their customers' clients' eyes. All this information, all this marketing information is available in a corporate chart. It's like uh, looking at the DNA of your customer base. The demographic information is, is limitless because it's always being added to with each new moment of planetary um, uh, progression. Anyway, yes, I, 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 I love doing astrology, and that's how you keep your skill set up to date, too, by continuing to do charts. So, uh, Janie, I have had my chart done, and I've had people return it to me, and I still wasn't any of the wiser than before I started <laughs> the. <laughs> well, I challenge you to give me a crack at it. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> I I will I would like to believe that you would not be my first client that walked away clueless. Right, right. But you said to to look at it each day to see what each day is going to bring. Or well, I don't actually do that. Um, I'm, I'm, I I'll bet there are plenty of astrologers that do, and. My my personal use of astrology is, is mostly to reflect on, retrospectively, something that uh-huh. just occurred or a relationship that's taken a turn, good, bad, or, or otherwise. I, I want to better understand. I use astrology to go back and better understand a situation that's already passed. I don't, uh, I don't look forward. I don't do the predictive astrology because of this soul-based belief system that I have, I believe we co-create our lives. I believe the opportunities are out there. The energies present themselves. They're spelled out. But there's such a thing as free will. If I don't want to go there, I'm not going kicking and screaming. So I don't get the lesson. I don't choose the opportunity. Or if I choose the wrong opportunities, or, or there's no such thing. If I choose an opportunity and become fear-based while I'm in the experience and fall back on old ways, then I don't learn. 
Well, let's do just take a little break and we'll come right back for our last segment. Sounds good. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie. Uh, Janie. Can you share a personal experience of how interpreting the astrology of the situation benefited you? Yes, and and let me uh, make it about my personal health, how it benefited my personal health. Okay. One of, one of the um one of the things I've learned through astrology <clears throat> is that there's a place and a sign in our charts, Virgo or the 6th house where our pets, if we have pets, have a lot to tell us. They uh, are projections. They can be projections of things that are going on physically with us. And I play that out big time in my life. My chart speaks very strongly to those places. And my, I, have a, I, have a, I have two beautiful cats. They are my soulmates, females, and the oldest is Callie. And um, she had started to develop. I, I, I was away for a week, and I come home. She is drinking furiously. She can't get enough water. And I'm a doctor's daughter. I know what that means. She, she's showing signs of diabetes. I rush her to the vet, and that's exactly right. That's what she's got. And I come home, and I think to myself, all right, so what is this about? Because I, my belief system is... She's, she's creating a situation. She's playing a role for me. She's 
taking on a health problem for me. This is truly my belief system. In order to show me something that I can do for myself to make myself healthier, then she won't have to be sick. So I, within, I, I swear to you, within a week, I wind up going to see a doctor, and I'm told that I am displaying uh, a place in my body, my left elbow, which is also very symbolic, uh, of gout, and that in order to reduce the uric acid in my bloodstream, I need to drink more water. Aha. Uh-huh. This, this type of stuff happens all the time with me and my Callie. And it's only one of many projections in one of many relationships I have that messages get to me through the universe, whether it's through the love of my life, my partner, or whether it's through my twin sister, my niece, my girlfriend, whoever the, the message bounces back to me from, there's information there if I'm interested in finding it as an astrologer by looking at my chart and theirs. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's easy enough to, not just easy enough, but sometimes you're more tuned to looking at situations with um, that kind of a lens that you process all of this without having to check the chart. It starts to become second nature. But the information is inequivocably there. I agree with that. My, um, I have a problem with my knee right now, and guess what the dog has? Tell me, what does the dog have? A problem with her knee. <laughs> I, 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 there it is. Yes. People, they, first of all, pets, domesticated pets, are... They're very, my experience is they're very old and they are very wise souls. And they are more evolved than the human race. Remember, I think that's they true. got a jump start. We evolved out of them. They've been incarnating more often than we. They are highly evolved. They don't kill or abuse for any other reason than to eat or survive or protect. They are highly evolved, and they have so much to teach us, and this is one of the many, many gifts that come into our lives to bring us. I think you're absolutely true, and, you know, I just love my pet. I love, it's, um, she's part uh, Labrador Retriever and part uh, Newfie. She's a Mm -hmm. big dog. She looks Mm -hmm. like a bear, and I just love her. Well, before cats, I had Great Danes, and the largeness and kindness combination, which is what your combo is, is yes. just, it's like Big Daddy all the time, sweet, cuddling, safe. Um, I love the affection. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Talk yeah. about healing stress, by the way. Uh, Virgo, which rules the domestic pet, also is about stress. And it's not undocumented how animals are able to reduce people's stress. We take them into assisted living homes all the time. They, they have medical device tested 
results. Do you take your cats into um, homes and where people can love on them? I do not. It would be a beautiful thing for me to do, though. If you just had more time in your schedule, right? It's always about focus. It's one of it's one of many things that would be wonderful to do. Right, right, right. So, uh, Janie, you mentioned it, but let's tell the people how they can get a hold of you. Sure. I'm on Facebook, um, and I'm also on Twitter, and uh, my website is JanieMcCarthy.com. And will, you, will you spell that for our listeners? Sure. It's J-A-N-E-Y-M-C-M-C-A-R-T-H-Y, McCarthy. I spelled that wrong. It's M-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y, McCarthy. Okay. At uh, dot com. Dot com, right. Okay. All righty. And you, she does do individual charts. If, how would, if somebody wanted their chart done, how do they, do they go to JanieMcCarthy.com? Yes, and uh, they can send me, and they can contact me through my contact page. I'd okay. I'd be happy to hear from them. Okay. Janie, I have been delighted with our conversation today. I've learned a lot. I. Yeah, and uh, I would like to thank you very much for being on our Transformational Healing Show. You are so very grateful, Bonnie. It's been my pleasure. All right. Okay, and I would like to thank Justin today, Justice, who has been our engineer and helps me with all the mistakes I make, and to Robert Cialino, who is the senior... Senior production. What's his title? I think he's executive producer. Whoa. Se- no, he's senior executive producer. So we'd like thank to thank you. him also for today. And uh, yes, yes. Janie would like to thank him also because he is her a person. Her, her connection. Boy, am I tongue-tied today. Never mind. Okay, my friends. Farewell for today. We'll see you next week with an interesting person on the show. And until then, God bless. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week.